It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Craig Roberts joins us now, though. Uh, Greyhound trainer. G'day, Craig. How are you doing? Yeah, g'day, uh, Ricardo. Good, mate. I'm, a, I'm actually, I've got my bloody horse training head on at the moment. I'm, I've just been jogging the horses and just trying to put them away as I'm talking to you. So, mate, she's all go. She's all go. You're a busy man. You've got your harness uh, your harness hat on. You've got your your dogs as well. Um, I don't know how you fit it all in. Um, what's. Neither do I sometimes, mate. <laughs> how do you plan your week given you've got so much going on? Oh, look, to, to be honest, I, I'm pretty slack these days about planning anything. Uh, I'm just, um, I'm just uh, happy to still be doing it, you know. So uh, we just, um, obviously, you know, with the Greyhound calendar, it's it's flat out. So um, there's always, uh, I mean, we're racing four times a week at Annington, and and uh, I've got a lot of sort of group dogs. So we're, we're sort of worried, you know, we have to try to schedule that in amongst it all too. So. Um, and then we've got, you know, these horses and work, so that keeps us busy as well. Yeah, mate. Well, I mean, in terms of Addington, of course, there's a big meet at Addington tonight. How many have you got running there? No, I've got no horses. Um, I mean, sorry. I've uh, got no d- horses and... Dogs. Dogs. Um, uh, I've got uh, six in today. I had a, had a few in last night. Had not too bad a night last night, and, and um, six in today. And uh, with a bit of luck, I, I could get a couple of winners. Where, where would you steer us, mate, if we were looking to invest? Oh, well, the Siddiqui Bale, I think she's in the bout race too. Um, she won really well last week, went very, very quick, and uh, but she's hot favourite, mate. She's paying $1.50. Yeah, right. Yeah, she's uh, very, very short, mate. Very short, that one. But uh, that, that's all good, mate. What, what else uh, has been keeping you busy? Obviously, you know, you, you're handing the baton down as well. You, you know, your kids are all involved uh, in, the, in the game too. How's that going? And does that take some of the pressure off, or are they running their own sort of uh, kennels? Oh, um, well, Dan, Dan's still with me at home. He's got his own wee team at home. Uh, Matt and Sarah, they've done they've done really well. They, you know, they were lucky enough to be able to train the Corborn dogs for Jude Dickinson, um, uh, who, who uh, breeds them in Australia, and they went up to Martin when they're only young, you know, only in the early twenties, and um, started from scratch really, and uh, and they've done really well. They're back home down here and out at Wismelton now, just out of Christchurch, and they've got their own wee 10-acre property, and Matt's uh, spent a fortune on setting it up for the greyhounds. Um, and uh, they, they've got their own breeding program going, so they're going really good. Um, Dan's just in the building stage where uh, he's just bred his first litter, um, and uh, he's, he's training a few as well. Uh, what about Melissa? Is she still involved? No, no, Melissa. Uh, no, no. She's uh, she's got three young children. So um, pups uh, of her own. And a partner living. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're uh, beautiful wee kids, and they just live in Rolleston, which is between me, Matt, and and, um, and Melissa. There's, we're we're probably in about a fifteen minute hub um, away from each other, so it works out really good. Yeah. Um, that- 
Sounds yeah. like it, mate. Sounds yeah. like I mean, I mean, you, one of the things I guess you're working on with Dan at the moment. You mentioned that he's just got his first litter. Is is identification, right? Uh, you know, and from somebody that that's never worked with dogs before, uh, you know, how do you identify the the ones that are, are great for uh, for sleeping on the couch? Uh, the ones that are stayers or the ones that are sprinters? I mean, and how at, at what point do you figure that out? Oh, mate, you can't, you can't figure that out till you start breaking them in and, and putting the clock on them. The, the, the thing with greyhounds is the clock tells the story of, of what their ability is. So, um, you know, you, you do everything for them when they're growing up and, and uh, you know, you break them in and, and break them in the best you can and, and then they do the rest from there on, on ability and, and desire to chase. Um, like you say, some the, the, the very few, um, you know, just want to be... Uh, or don't want to be race dogs, um, but they are few and far between. But um, then it just comes down to the, the desire to chase and, the, and the, how much ability they've got. Yeah, and you talk about the desire to chase as well. I mean, uh, I, you know, I guess DNA plays a big part of it. But, I mean, is it often that you will get out of a litter, you know, uh, dogs that are great over shorter distances and dogs that are great over longer distances? Or, or you know, do litters tend to produce one or t'other? Probably generally one or the other, but there's no rules, mate. You know, you can, you know, I've, you know, I've seen litters where, um, you know, most of the litter can be sprinters, and then there's one dog out of the litter that's a stayer. You know, so um, there's no uh, there's no rhyme nor reason to it. But generally, generally speaking, you would say that yeah, you know, a 300 meter dog's highly likely to breed 300 meter dogs, and a stayer's more likely to produce, you know, stayers out of the litter. Now you, um, sorry, carry on, Craig. Oh, but it, but it just doesn't always work like that, you know. Yeah, yeah now you've you've got a Hall of Famer in uh, Dinah Vickers sitting on the couch at home now, well retired. Um, yep. I'd imagine that you, you've got a few dogs around home. Does that does that preclude you from owning <laughs> cats, mate? Even if they're retired, I mean, is, 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 is the temptation just too much? No, mate. I'll tell you what. We've got a cat. She's uh, she's she must be six or seven now. So she's uh, she's a survivor. She's pretty clever. She knows not to go over to the to the kennels. And um, and the three boys that we've got inside, um, you know, Donna Vickers and Ellen Ablett and Barge Bale. Um, that's Dan's pet. They know they know not to touch her. She sort of rules the roost. So, <laughs> and we, and we've got a little long haired dash end as well. So we're we're uh, we're a bit of a menagerie of bloody uh, animals in the house. Yeah, mate, oh, that, that's hilarious. I do remember years ago when I was living in Wellington, mate. I was I was flatting with a bloke who had uh, this cat called Einstein, who was this big, uh, fluffy white thing, but you know, all fur. But he was a he was a unit. And the neighbours were having some work done, and I came home one day from uh, from where I was studying, and Einstein had this builder's Doberman uh, backed up on the porch. Like the Doberman wouldn't move. He was <laughs> terrified. It was hilarious. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they can be a bit like that, the old cats. They don't, they don't take any bloody, any uh, rubbish from dogs, I know that. No, mate, they definitely don't. Hey, Craig, thanks very much for coming on and giving us some time. Best of luck uh, uh, with everything uh, going this weekend. We'll get, let you get back to the horses as well. You sound like you're a, you're a busy man. I really appreciate your time. Go well. Yep, no worries. Thanks, uh, th- thanks for that. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.